Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 193. I'm Sean, and join with me from across the table, Off-Road Andy. Recording from a new county. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's, uh, we're working through some stuff here, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure it sounds good, but yeah, thank you for tuning in, hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. We are broadcasting from a, uh, peninsula in Long Beach. Pretty good. Uh, so this is our sports pod. Got some good stuff to get into. Should we just start things off with some NBA talk? It's been all the rage the last couple of days. Where is Harden going? Yeah, there's so much going on. So many, so many point guards on the move. Really, it's it's a bonanza of point guard moves. I think uh, the first one that got like announced was the the Lakers. Um, I don't think I don't think any of these deals are technically official yet, but no. uh, it's like the election. Yeah, it's a, it's a done deal pretty much. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is coming to uh, the Lakers. He's gonna um, him and his little, little yellow spot. Yeah, his little dot on his head. It's like a young Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, and it looks like the uh, it'll be for Danny Green and the Lakers pick this year. So I think they have to they have to wait for that pick to actually happen before they can trade it. And I I don't know the whole details on it, but that's uh that's gonna happen. So I like the Lakers. that one because Rondo first off he's like fifty one, but he didn't opt in for his extension. No, so right? this is this is likely the replacement for Rondo. Uh, also Bradley and uh, Caldwell Pope also opted out. Um, so they're free agents, but I. Assume they're going to try to keep one of them. Pope. I think that's the one they would, they would want to keep. Uh, he he showed up in the he uh, some more money in the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean he's he deservedly took, so. He got overpaid his first year with the Lakers, and then took a big pay cut, and it was like, eh, I think we know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think <laughs> pay me my money. Give I think I think, I think they'll give him a, a guaranteed deal. Um, I think that's the guy they'll keep. Um, but yeah, that was that was the first domino to fall, and so then that left um, with OKC trading Schroeder. It was clear that they're not trying to do anything this year. Um, mm-hmm. So then the next one is Chris Paul on the move. Yeah, yet again. Yeah, and I, it was obvious. But uh, so OKC's getting some picks back from Phoenix, who uh, in return sent Kelly Oubre, uh, Ricky Rubio, and uh, Ty Jerome, former. Um, Virginia point guard who did absolutely nothing this year, but uh, won a national title with Virginia two years ago. So there you go. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um. So it's just Kelly Oubre is a good player, but he's also heading into into his uh, free agency agency period. Rubio is what he is. I don't know what this that trade really means. I would assume OKC is going to try to flip any of those guys and just keep. I think I saw they have sixteen first round picks wow. in the next eight years or something. Jesus. It's, because they own all these picks from the Clippers, yeah. from the Paul George trade. Now they own these picks from Phoenix. They're just stockpiling. Yeah, and they still have Steven Adams to trade if they if someone wants him. He might just go back in, to his farm yeah. in New Zealand. I saw him in that movie with The Rock where he had to go back to his homeland. Which one's that? Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, where he had to go back. They had to make their last stand on the island. He's in that movie? What? Are you making a joke? I'm making a joke. That oh. was, it was all these uh, island people mm-hmm. doing their war dances and stuff. Because I've was, now seen that movie. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yes. When they go back to the island there. And yeah. And they do their... He would fit in. Yeah, he would fit in with those people. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Although, just, just so you know, um, that is a different island. He is, he is New, he's from New Zealand. 
that's I why Samoa. I'm not sure exactly which one that was supposed to be. I forgot, but yeah. And then, and then we got another another point guard on the move as well. Uh, that is the the Pelicans trading Drew Holiday, who was a hot name, to Milwaukee in exchange for Bledsoe and uh, picks and other stuff. Not bad. Um, yeah, it was. They, they they're getting it needed all- to be done. You have to you have to make it. They were vibing, but just not well enough. Yeah, and I think they just they wanted some sort of change. Bledsoe wasn't performing in the playoffs as well as they wanted, mm-hmm. and yeah, that team after two years of being the favorite and not getting it done needed to do something. And uh, they did more than that, though. They did also acquire uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Kings. Too many weird names. Yeah, that's different than Boyan Bogdanovich of and, Utah Jazz. And <laughs> Boban Marjanovic. Yes, yes. They're all different people, but uh, he's a good player. And I think that what I saw is they're now left with seven people in their roster. Wow. That they traded like pretty much every, you know, fringe player that they had. If started tomorrow, they'd have to forfeit. Yeah, but I did see they, they're getting a couple second round picks back from the Pelicans. So they'll be able to stock up their roster with some cheap young guys. Hmm, okay. Yeah, but that's a couple big moves to just, you know, get a couple high level talent right there. Um, and then also another big move this past week was uh, the Rockets trading Robert Covington to the Blazers for uh, Trevor Ariza and a pick, which is basically a pick. Trevor Ariza, I think, is is dead. Like I don't think he even played last year. He just played to push little Trey Young to the ground, saying, "This is basketball, bitch." Yeah. Remember when? Because he would do that like beanbag move or whatever, where he dribbles the ball through their legs. Yeah. What do they call it? I don't know. I don't like it, Uh, but he would do it, and Ariza just chucked him to the ground. Yeah. So I I don't. I mean, Ariza played a a long time in Houston and from at different times, but I don't think that's the point. They're just kind of dumping a guy to get a a first round pick. Mm -hmm. It's. I mean, it's the 16th pick this year, so that's that's not a bad pick to get. But uh, they Houston traded made a big trade to get Covington last year, uh, trading Capella, uh, but that team is a mess uh, because I think that's the, the really the lead story right now is last week Westbrook demanded a trade mm-hmm. and now basically James Harden has also asked for a trade. It's like, uh, you're not staying, I'm not staying. I don't want to be here either. Yeah, and the whole thing where uh, Daryl Morey left and it's like, oh, he's just getting out of the game and then he like signed with Philly right away mm-hmm. as their GM. Uh, they took a while to hire a coach and then there's this story about how they're really mad at the owner because he's a big Trump supporter. Because he's like a hotel guy too, and it's like ridiculous. And it does seem like the team's just kind of falling apart right now. They, I mean, yeah. If I were either one of them, I wouldn't want them to trade Covington. That guy's a solid piece on your team. What does that say when you're trading a guy for nothing? Basically, nothing that's going to help you this year. They're not trying to win this year. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Did I see that the beard turned down fifty million for a year? Yeah. So he turned down a future extension. Isn't that like an all-time high? It, it would be. Yeah, I think so. Unbelievable. Um, but he want he he wants to win. He wants to go to either Philly or Brooklyn um, right now and says Houston does not want to trade him to Philly to Daryl Morey. You know who's loving that? Kevin Durant. Yes. Because people hated him because he had to go to a winning team to win. Well, people already hate I mean, Harden a lot more than they ever hated Durant. Yeah, that's just that's how it goes because you just take shit. If you don't win, you just take shit forever 
Even if he did win, I'm still yeah. not going to like how he plays. Well, just that's just how it works. The, the, but the NBA share the ball. I don't think that'll vibe well at all. Well, yeah, there was something about Kyrie does not want this to happen. It's like, yeah, of course he doesn't. Yeah. Kyrie would just sit there and shoot like open threes that he wouldn't get to do what he wants to do. Versus Harden would just sit there and shoot contested threes. Yeah, there's a terror. That would be awful. I think yeah, that would be kind of a mess. I think both deals that have been rumored on the table are pretty good. That Houston could get Ben Simmons back. Um, if they hit the Philly deal, or they'd get Dinwiddie, Levert, and a bunch of picks from Brooklyn, um, and that would help them just rebuild, just start over. Because Harden can't go to. Doesn't Embiid hate him? I they figured out. What they would figure it out. I think everyone hates Harden. Like camp or something. That was together. the that was the stories that came out this week with when Westbrook demanded the trade. Was that like actually everyone hates this guy? Yeah. He like yelled at. Uh, Austin Rivers after missing a free throw. Well, it all went to his head when he had a candy shaped after him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... The I trolley mean, gummies shaped like the bearded freak. It's a good sponsorship. You don't want to blow that one. Yeah, but was it worth it to yeah. be alienated? <laughs> I, I just, I like that story of he yelled at... He missed the free throw and he yelled at the guy, You shouldn't have been standing there. You you got it. And like, that's the ultimate asshole move. Like, yeah. you, you did that all the time when you were 12. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, well, you were doing this. And it's like... Like that did not that did not matter. That's not why he missed the free throw. Your fingers were <laughs> doing that little uh, spirit fingers. You're on my team. Yeah. So he does not sound like a a great teammate, and uh, that's unsurprising. And that's that's all leading to the draft, which is Thursday. Thursday. Thursday of this week. Yes. In two days as yes. we're recording and then this. Once that's over, then it's it's a free for all. Then all the deals can happen. And NBA starts in about 121 hours. Yeah, I did see all the players have to be in their home cities by November 30th to start their quarantine. Yes, you you hear? Are you going to be in trouble? Hey, that happened last time too, and they're like, hey, everyone's got to. They made during that little off season, whatever you want to call that, between March and july they're like you can't leave your home city it's like all right what are you gonna do are the lakers and clippers gonna even play in staples center or are they just gonna play like in a practice court what's they're the g- point of powering all of that they're going to play in staples center but they did announce that no no fans through at least the end of the year through i think 2028 is but what yeah newsom said <laughs> most likely when the olympics are allowed to start which newsom said he might he might cancel yeah he might do it he's installing himself as you know the ruler of all time yep in California and Chicken. yeah, he's trying to go beyond. Yeah, Catalina um, is not enough for the <laughs> island. He's going for Hawaii. They would like it. They'd like to be under his rule. I guess. All right. Uh, any NBA? More NBA talk? We can go for hours on this NBA. I feel like we could, but we should really just address the basics. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's fun, and this is where it's only getting better. Every day. I always say this is where the championships are won. It's it's kind of it's kind of sad that Money that's, ball. <laughs> that's the truth, but it but it really is. Um, obviously, the Anthony Davis deal is where that championship was won this year, um, and some of the other little now, moves. And you tell me, I haven't heard a thing about either of them doing anything specifically. Davis. Well, he he opted out, which means he's just going to take a a long deal with the Lakers. Yes. Okay. There's there's really where where is he going to go? There's not I agree. There's okay. not really any places that have the uh the slot to sign him. Now let's cover your team. Yes. They're both there. Yes. Okay. So they they're, they're, they're I signed. Had, 
heard anything, but I've been busy lately, so maybe something had come through that I missed. So. so, so the story there is that they're both eligible to opt out next year. So the, the the trend now for star players is that they sign these deals that they can opt out out opt out of early. Uh, the number one reason for that is money because the the salaries just keep going up and up and up. That why why commit to a long term deal? Yeah, you commit to a, a five year fifty million year deal now. Then two years from now, the highest paid player is is seventy million. That's what happens. Like, um, yeah, like LeBron doesn't make as much as Damian Lillard just because of I think timing. Well, that's also his rap career. Yeah, you add that in there. He's really pulling down some money. He also yeah. has those Hulu commercials. Yeah, I want to see those tax returns. So, by the way, we'll get into Hulu uh, on the upcoming podcast, yeah. the entertainment one. The yeah. Their prices. Uh, but for the Clippers, what their what their strategy this offseason? Uh, they want a point guard. That's pretty obvious. They've been linked to Rondo. They need that Rondo's veteran leadership. 60 years old. I don't want him because I don't think he's a good leader. I think he's a lot of places he's went. He hasn't tried. He's been an asshole to people. He spit in Chris Paul's mouth two years ago. Remember that? That was strictly sexual. <laughs> yeah. It was very upsetting. And that was the, that was the same game that Brandon Ingram got uh, thrown out for like punching Carmelo. It was kind I of a nuts. I don't remember any of that. It was early, early two years ago. So... LeBron's first year, mm. yeah, pretty sweet. It was, so it was like this was the new squad, LeBron's new squad, and and Rondo spitting in people's mouth, and Ingram's punching Carmelo. LeBron's like, "What the fuck happened?" That's what he he called right that day. He's like, "Get me Anthony Davis, get me." <laughs> I can't deal with these guys. But I, it all worked out, right? Yeah, exactly. And Look Rondo's they are yeah, now. Rondo's a champion, and Brandon Ingram was the most improved player of yeah, all time. Exactly. Yeah, still needs to gain some weight. Um, but yeah, that, that's what the Clippers want to do. Get a point guard, and uh, a lot of the options are already gone now. Yeah, Chris Paul, Schroeder, these guys are all on their new teams. Well, the exciting thing is it's only going to be a good year for the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, yeah, they're both going to be there. It's going to be the same teams. And uh, Phoenix might join as a solid team now. Like, remember they won their, their eight games, their bubble games. Yeah, I don't like... That guy, his eyes are too far in his head. Okay, that's a good reason to not like someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just looks like he'd have an attitude. I think he's nice. I think he's, is he Canadian? No. No, he's not. Is that just Murray? I just assume everyone's Canadian now. There's so many Canadians out there. Not in the NBA. Most of them from... No, there's so many now. Croatia, Czechoslovakia. Like Jamal Murray and Shea Gilgis-Alexander and others. Well, he's your sweet Canadian boy. Yeah, there's so many Canadians out there. Let's move on. We've gone too long about your sweet Canadian... Folk, uh, you got some NFL updates? Yeah, another another week in the books, and um, I'm gonna run through some of the uh, the key things to happen. The Philadelphia Eagles actually lost to the Giants, which is embarrassing, uh, really embarrassing for that whole division. And I'm gonna go over the uh, standings after I do this little rundown here, just Ooh. to get you where you're at. But uh, just just so you know, there's a good chance a team with a losing record is gonna win the NFC East this year. It's pretty bad. So the the Eagles were probably the best team, and they ended up losing to the Giants. So I don't know what that says. Um, I wouldn't watch. Lot. I wouldn't watch any of those games ever first again. First win for the Giants. I think it's actually their third, third, but they haven't beat a team outside of their awful division yet. Can they just go to like that? Make that whole thing a G League? They really shouldn't allow the winner to get in. The NFL, I think, would have to change the rule if a team went like six and ten and won their division. You guys just, uh, uh, get an early vacation. That's what you do for winning the yeah division. And then uh, another crazy game was that uh, Tampa Bay, who got destroyed last week 
came out and put up almost 50 points against the Panthers. They are a very strange team. They seem great one week and then not so good another. I can't figure it out. I mean, it it doesn't help that their quarterback is is really, really old because that's probably what's going to happen. Is he's just not going to be consistent. But he's had some games this year that he's looked 22, not 49. I don't I don't know what to expect from that team. It's super talented. They also, you know, have totally worked in Antonio Brown now, who had a new crazy story where Antonio Brown represents all of Florida so well that uh this time he was like uh assaulting his neighbors in his gated community or something As crazy. He does. And yeah, the the Bucks were like, We were fully aware of that this incident before we signed him. We know that that neighbor deserved it. I don't know what... <laughs> he supported Trump. <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to say. I, I don't know. I mean, it's... Antonio Brown is a Florida native, and now he's playing in Florida. It's just... This is how it should be. Yeah. Weird gonna be weird. Yeah. I mean, I think that whole... That team is is Florida in so many ways. With Gronkowski, Tom Brady, and Antonio Brown. That's like the major uh, groups of Florida right there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty so. much. Covering all the bases. <laughs> Maybe they should win. They probably will. Yeah, I like their chances. They have a lot of upside and a lot of downside. Um, the Raiders, one of our local teams, Las Vegas, if you weren't aware, they're definitely playing in Las Vegas this year. Uh, they're 6-3 and three now, and they killed the Denver Broncos, which is always always a big game, any of those old rivalries. Those two teams do not like each other. Uh, but it looks like John Gruden is actually doing a good job. He's He was kind of a joke when he was hired, like... Hey, this guy's past his prime. He's been doing Monday Night Football for 10 years, and all he does is, like, wing commercials now. Like, this guy can't really be a good football coach still, can he? But their offense is is really good, really efficient. So they're they're there. They're going to compete. And they've they've had a really tough schedule so far, and their schedule is pretty simple the rest of the way. So there's a crazy game in Arizona this week. Uh, The Buffalo Bills were down. And they got a touchdown with about 30 seconds left. And it looked like it was completely over. And somehow Arizona was able to score in like three plays in 30 seconds, including a 43-yard uh, Hail Mary at the end there. Uh, ridiculous catch, ridiculous play. And they kind of seem like maybe maybe they're a magic team. That always happens in the NFL with this short schedule. There's like a magic team that pulls out three games they shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. And the record is way better than it should be. Yeah, And that's the team to avoid. Uh picking for a Super Bowl run because usually the magic doesn't uh keep the whole way. But that that was that was magic right there. And I'd feel bad for Buffalo there because they definitely did all the right things and should have won that game and they made a great play at the end to uh you know come all the way back, but you know, sometimes magic uh, gets you on the it other end. There's always a, be magic. Yeah, there's 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 a victim when it comes to magic too. We forget about the victims. Uh, another local team here um, won a big division game. Oh. The Rams uh, took care of the Seahawks pretty easily. Um, just a all-around decent game for them. Nothing too exciting, but that's big because now they uh, tied the Seahawks for division lead. So we've got a three-way tie there in the NFC West. All three teams uh, at 6-3 and three there, Arizona, Seattle, and L.A., so... I think the Rams will be back in the playoffs this year after missing it last year. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, the other L.A. team is not going to be back in the playoffs. So if you're looking forward to one L.A. team being in the playoffs, I think it's going to have to be the Rams. That's a shame. 
yeah. as you're wearing your Chargers shirt. Yeah, I mean, there's always next year or the year after that or the year after that. You had your Dodgers, you're fine. Yeah, you just always got to remember that, you know, you can't you can't have multiple teams win in one year. Actually, what if you are from L.A.? You're from L.A. But I'm not a Lakers fan. This is true. So those people got to see two teams win in a span of three weeks. Hey, there's also the uh, Los Angeles Anaheim Angels of Anaheim. So it could be yes. like you are Clippers, Dodgers. I would call myself an Anaheim, Los Angeles, Anaheim Angels fan. Yeah, th- there's definitely ways to break it where you just never win. I also don't know yeah. if you realize how much fun I was making of L.A. trying to have Anaheim in it. Doesn't make any sense. It Not counts. Fooling anyone. It counts. It counts. It counts. Anaheim is part of the L.A. region. No. Therefore, bullshit. it counts. All right. Well, um, the last game here that was pretty Bible notable. Broadcasting from Canada. Are we? Why not? Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Or very cold here, eh? Saskatchewan. Yeah. Uh, well, the the Baltimore Ravens they lost to New England, who had not been having a good season at all this year, and the Ravens lost again. And I think people are trying to might start to panic here. The Ravens are still six and three, but the MVP of last year, Lamar Jackson, just hasn't been very good these last few weeks. And he seems like he was as a rookie, where he's still a great runner, but he has some trouble with uh, accuracy and you know going downfield. I don't know what to make of it. I think it's a, still a long season, and it's not time to panic for that team. That team still plays great defense, but that was a, a disappointing loss for them because I don't think New England's very good, but it's Bill Belichick. He can uh, pull some games out that he shouldn't otherwise. Yeah. So let's uh, give a little respect there. Yeah. All right. Well, I promised you I'd uh, look at the uh, playoff picture here. So let me give me a moment to pull this up. I can just go from uh, memory here. Um, I told you about the NFL East, NFC East, and how miserable that was. Um, right now, the Eagles are still on top of that division at three, five, and one. Yes, three, five, and one. The Giants are three and seven. Washington's two and seven, and Dallas is two and seven. Uh, just miserable. Just, just awful. I really wish they don't put any of those games on TV, like national TV again, but uh, the Cowboys will be on Thanksgiving. That's that's a tradition. Um, I'm not sure who they're playing uh, this year on Thanksgiving Day, but they will be there, and I apologize on behalf of, um, I don't know, Texas, because that's rough. Uh, Green Bay is 7-2 and two and, you know, up uh, on that division. Pretty got a solid lead chicago's five and five uh in second place there but they're not they're just not playing well at all uh, they lost to minnesota yesterday minnesota is kind of making a run they're four and five but they've won i think their last three games um maybe they have uh something in it they can actually pull off a, a playoff spot here um but i think green bay is going to win that division pretty easily nfc south the saints and bucks are really close they both have seven wins Tampa has three losses, though, and also lost both games to the Saints, so it's kind of like a one-and-a-half game lead. And I think the Saints will still hold on to the division, but Tampa Bay, again, might might be the best team and might uh, be the Super Bowl favorite even if they don't win that division because the Saints have a tendency to lose games in the playoffs they shouldn't. So if someone can knock out the Saints early, maybe Tampa is the favorite there in the NFC 
then I said in the NFC West, you got those three teams at six and three. Um, I'm not making any predictions on that. I think all three teams are going to compete for the playoffs, especially with the seven uh, spots this year. So yeah, anything um, could happen. Yeah, that's. I think that that I didn't like the idea of adding that extra playoff team this year, but it seems to be almost necessary this year. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of teams in contention, like a lot of bad teams and a lot of solid teams, which uh, you hate to see like ten and six teams miss the playoffs, but it happens, and hopefully that won't happen now. But uh, yeah, in the AFC East, uh, Buffalo seven and three, and Miami is six three. Miami's on a hot streak right now, five straight wins. Um, they got their rookie quarterback playing. He looks okay. Um, that's going to be a good good battle for that division. Um, I don't know when the, the Bills and Dolphins play next, but I'm sure it's soon. And that might, that might be the the division right there. Uh, in the North, Pittsburgh's still 9-0. So that's a three-game lead on both the Browns and Ravens, who are both going to compete for, the, for a wild-card spot. I don't think they're going to compete for that division. And then in the South... The Colts and Titans are both six and three. Again, whenever they they play again, uh, they just played this last week. The Colts won. I think whoever wins that next matchup is probably going to win that division. And then in the West, we've got Kansas City eight and one, defending their title, and the Raiders six and three. And I said I I like them to make the playoffs. They have a, a much easier schedule coming up, and uh, that'll be nice. The Raiders have only made the playoffs once in the last twenty years, I think. Wow. Gonna so, have all those weird people come out of hiding. Yeah, especially in Vegas. Vegas and will probably allow. And- so there hasn't been any fans in Vegas um, yet. But if they have like a home playoff game, I'm sure they're like, you can't stop us. Their arena is shaped like an air purifier. It's incredible. It's black. Yeah. And they have a giant ass torch for the memory of Al Davis, who was a weirdo himself. Mm-hmm. And his son is the number one weirdo. Yeah, voted yeah. by uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, in all of Las Vegas, which has plenty of weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we stand for um, I think the playoff picture. If I didn't mention your team, it's because you're you're out of it. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh. Three and seven. <whistles> Although I don't think they're that bad, but three and seven will kind of... their year. It's going to do you in. You're not going to come back from that. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add on the uh, NFL front? Uh, I don't think there was any other big stories this week. You know, COVID, COVID is killing the entire country except the NFL. They got theirs in early. I think they've uh, settled into it because it's like every week there's like one fifth string linebacker that gets it. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. That they're sacrificing to the COVID gods. Exactly. <laughs> like, Keeps Newsom happy. Take them. We don't need them as a fifth string linebacker as long as you keep our quarterback safe. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. I think that'll wrap us up for our uh, sports podcast. You've been listening to episode 193 of the uh, Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had off-road sacrifice to the COVID gods, Andy. Thank you. See you later.